Want to connect with a family member who doesn't speak your language? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning through an intuitive process. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. And with a lifetime membership, you have access to all 25 offered languages. Get started today. Visit rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 to get 50% off your lifetime membership now. That's rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 for 50% off. Welcome to Killing Time, hosted by two girls, one goth. And I really wanted to bring up the fact that every time we go to start recording the podcast, I mean, it takes us a long time to set up, get our drinks, do everything. Eat first. We got to have our blood sugar regulated. We're like, we have our nice little beers. We like chat a little bit. Billy says a few things. And then right before we have, we go to put our headsets on and Billy, without fail every time, starts a deep conversation like, yeah, I, hey, I want, I want some help analyzing this dream real quick. And it's like, it's like 8.15. We're like, let's be in bed by 10. And he's our, like, our, right as we're sliding our headsets on our ears to he's start. He's like, I really, you know what I wanted to do right now? It's talk about, about my childhood trauma. Yeah, I want to like really delve into this. Will you guys be here for me? We're like, yes, but like not now. now. Not now. Yeah. Why do you so, do that? Uh, listen, listen. Second I, time today. Listen, yes. I'm, sorry, I'm sorry I do this, but can we just talk about what happens when we die? <laughs> No. No. Stop this madness, Billy. <laughs> right away. We're please. trying to finish the goddamn episode. Yeah. Okay. Well, on that note, what is the dark day today? All right. So. You promised me good days. I did promise you good days. Today is July 8th. And in 1947, you know what happened? What happened? The Roswell incident. <gasps> Ooh. Now. I don't know it. Spooky. I know there was a show on CW. The, wasn't there a Roswell yes. show? Give a little TLDR. All right. So now there was a, uh, there was supposedly a crash outside of Roswell, New Mexico. Mm-hmm. And they said it was a flying saucer. And the Roswell Army Airfield said that they recovered a flying disc. They actually put out like a press release. And the Army, so then it's like flying disc. It's like, what the hell is that? The Army quickly said, no, 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 no it was a weather balloon. Of course, classic. Now, classic mix-up. That gets buried because that's what happened. Yeah. Because there's no internet. That gets buried until the 70s when a retired lieutenant colonel first admits that, yeah, you know that weather balloon thing? That was all bullshit. Mm. So people think that that was the most you know credible instance of a UFO entering um, and the then actually being shot down in, in, uh, in the United States. Yeah. Where is it? Roswell, New Mac- Roswell, New Mexico. Mexico. Where is it though? Who? Where can I see it? The actual. No, <laughs> see, that's the thing. See it. It's not there. It. I know. I know. But you know, I don't you, even believe things I can see, let alone things I well, can't. Well, you know, they're supposed to be declassifying all of these UFO documents. And do you know last why? Last month, I don't know. It, they had 180 days, mm-hmm. and I don't know where the fuck they are. I'm, yeah. And do you know who's gonna gonna save us from everything? Tom DeLong. Tom DeLong. Well, you know what is actually fucked up is. I was watching this UFO documentary with all these credible people on it. It was people in the army and the Navy, like government officials. And they were all talking about their UFO experiences. I'm like, wow, this is pretty credible. Cause usually it's like 
some lady in Kansas on her farm and you're like yeah, this is or a guy in Sedona who's <laughs> selling tickets to his house. Yeah, I had a UFO experience with a man in Sedona that um, got recommended to me by a lady ganger, and I really trusted the experience, but that's for another day. But this documentary, everybody was like really well respected. I was like, wow, you know, this is great. I've never seen anything like this. And they're like, and then there was one man that brought us all together. And then it like, it go, the thing goes up and it's fucking Tom DeLonge. Where yes. are you? <laughs> yeah, and and I'm so sorry. Oh God, <laughs> I like, really? play a clip from him like playing in Blink-182. And I'm like, you know what the mess up thing is? He's probably right. Yeah. Yeah. He is so far ahead of everybody else and he will be the person that saves us or he'll be like the main communicator with the aliens when mm-hmm. they come down to earth because nobody's going to believe anybody else and he's really fighting the good fight for the alien. Listen, Angels and Airways has some good Honestly, good we should songs. listen to him. People that successful are on, they're smarter than us. There's a reason why they're that successful and it's because he's an alien himself so he knows what's going on. Mm-hmm. He's an Illuminati dude. Okay. Oh my god, I just got invited to this is Wait, Illuminati what? party. Wow. No, do you guys want to hear it? This is so off topic, but can I read you an email that I got today? Yes, please. Yeah. It says for Jack Vanek only. Mm. It says, Hello, Jack. My name is Lauren, and I am an ambassador with a private organization. Mm. Membership is through nomination exclusive exclusively so someone from within must nominate you with that said you've been nominated by one of our members i am checking to see if you've received the information they sent you Ooh. have you jackley i will have the information sent again now through a separate email the information you receive is very self-explanatory and because we are a private organization it is for your eyes only so please do not share email with anyone except me Except friend. the entire podcast The email will be coming from, I'm not going to say it. If you don't see it, please search in your filtered files. Let me know <laughs> as soon as possible if you do not see it. Let me know if you have any questions. Live well and prosper fairly. Wow. Okay, first of all. You, How you, ominous. Is, I'm like, it's a masonry it's something. That or a sex club. Yeah. <laughs> Both good. Yeah. <laughs> Both great. You know that something is good where it says like, you know, <laughs> where something's legit where it says, check your spam filter. <laughs> I know. Well, I did. And I didn't receive the information. Yeah. Like, do I reply to her and ask for it? Yes. yes. Do I want? Yeah. I want to so, know. You yes. have to know. So I yes. went to the website because it has. It was like blah 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 at blah 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 dot com, and I'm like, it's definitely a, like a masonry type thing. But I'm mm-hmm. like, they don't allow women in a lady mason. But mm. she was a lady. Her name was Lauren. Lady Mason. So I'm it a lady like mason. Some shit that fucking what is her name? Jeffrey Epstein's yuppie. Oh, Galane. Galane. It sounds yes. like a Galane. That obviously is something I do not want to be in. Yeah, I know. <laughs> no, thank you. Galane wormhole. All right. So, <laughs> anyways, let me bring this back. I love this. I'll give updates hey, about my Illuminati uh, Everyone membership. hold her accountable. We need updates. Okay. All right. July Wait, 8th. Before Billy continues, this is actually an episode themed with dating shows. Yes. Yes. I From think- what is now music? 90s, we call 80s, 90s, dating. and today. <laughs> yes. Wait, I saw a meme. Sorry, this is now off topic again. I saw a meme. They're like, they've got to stop with the 80s, 90s, and today. We're now 20 years into the <laughs> Now 2000s. that's what I call music, 860. <laughs> but like 80, 90s, and today. Today is not... Two, no, we're 30 years out from that. We, yeah, we, today, are, li- we are literally in the 20s right we're, now. We're in the 20, no, 20. No, we need yeah. 2000s, 2010s, Tens, and, and now today. Yeah. We're three generations behind. <laughs> Anyways. Oh well. When we come back, we got some bitching to do about dating games, <laughs> dating shows. Please rise. Court is now in session. All rise. Call the first witness. How do you plead? Guilty or not guilty? 
All right, welcome to On The Stand. This week, each of us are bringing a dating show, dating in general, adjacent topic to the stand. And then the other two will vote if it's guilty or not guilty at the end of the day. So I'm going to start it off because, I mean, I love a dating show. Alexis and I love a dating show. Love them. It's really the only reality TV that I watch. I'm not like a housewives person. I'm a bachelor. That and true crime. Yes. I'm Love Island. Yes. Love Island just started back up. Shout Bash- out. Bash- been going. Our girlfriend Afton is in Hawaii doing Ariel's makeup for Love Island. So good. We're so excited. So much fun. I wish it wasn't COVID because then I could go visit, but <laughs> I can't. Um, we love 90 Day Fiance. We love Married we love at First the, we Sight. We also love The Circle, which isn't necessarily dating, but they, they parlay but into it. It's, it's, Chloe yeah. and Mitchell ended up like kissing. I love that. At the end of The Circle. I love that. And also Too Hot to Handle. Like I love them all. I love a show dating show but they're all great I love them all today and I watch them all but nothing will compare to the late 90s early 2000s MTV dating shows and that is what I'm putting on the stand today okay I know what you're talking about so I'm talking I mean the original dating show is singled out Jenny McCarthy Mm -hmm. fucking amazing show I don't think I ever saw it what's the premise didn't no okay yes so singled out it I mean, I think I have it. I haven't thought about singled out in so long, but they would each have like a single person come on and then they would have the contestants that are going to come and try to date them. But she was just such a raunchy host. She was so, she was so fucking hot and sexy and would like poke fun at the guys and make fun of the guys. So it was just like a really fun, just all over the place dating show. So we had singled out and then Carmen Electra hosted it too. Another hottie. Mm -hmm. Sexy. Singled out. Uh, My favorite next where there was the bus. Next was great. And they'd come off the bus and they'd like have all these descriptions of people that like were so embarrassing and fucked up. I love Next. There were, was Room Raiders. Room Raiders was my favorite, but there was no way the producers didn't. No, they planted there stuff. There was no yeah. way that I was I don't real. know. Though. Do people are discussing and they were all like college aged kids. Yeah, but would listen, you wash we, your sheets? Listen, we know, first of all. The black light was my favorite the black part light, of it. Where they'd go yeah, yes, in men, with the black light. Men, men don't wash be, their sheets. I'll, I'll tell you that right now. You certainly don't. I wash my sheets. <laughs> I lived with you for a month. and I lived with you for six weeks. You are the biggest slob I've ever met in my I life. Wa- I wash my sheets. <laughs> Our cleaning lady would be downstairs. Ooh. She would be screaming, calling him a bastard. He wouldn't be home. A bastard? He'd be like, how does he... I don't she, know. She'd come find me. She'd be like, how does he live like this? I'm like, what? She's like, his toilet's broken. <laughs> I'm like, how do you take a poop? Well, Billy, how is your toilet? He would take the lid off the top and lift the chain to make his bathroom. Yeah, work. because I didn't want to bother weeks. anybody. So, you, do you not, when something goes wrong, like in your new house, do you just not fix it? Are you no, one of those no, people? No, no, no. If it's my house, mm-hmm. I fix it. If it's something that's a temporary situation, you I'll deal with it. With we just it? let it be. Okay, anyways, we're going far <laughs> off topic. Room Raiders. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Um, Billy's a slob. Me- that's why Billy knows men are okay, slobs. Billy would be terrible. Yes. Yeah, I mean, honestly, no, but, 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 that, uh, you, that blacklight would probably pick up old stuff that you've washed out of your sheets. No, so. yes. And, and listen, we know that, uh, you know, one of my favorite, Storage Wars is one of my, was one of my favorite shows. Okay. They definitely planted stuff yeah, in that show. Real. So, you know what? They start they start with something that's like, oh, this is good. And mm-hmm. then after five episodes, they're like, we're not getting anything good. We got to plan stuff. Oh, yeah. They Same thing up, with that up one. Up the ante. Yeah. So there's Room Raiders. There was Date My Mom, yeah. where the guys would go out on a date with mm. all the girls' moms. There was, uh, oh, fuck. What was this other one? I wrote them down. 
Um, parental control. Oh, that was great. Mm. When they went out with their oh, what if I date my mom? That's what I just said. Right. <laughs> That's the one I liked. That was, that was incredible. Parental right control, there. I think, is where they wa- the parents watched. Yes. No, no. Parental control is where the girl had a boyfriend and the parents were like, no, I hate this boyfriend. I'm going to find a new guy for her to date. So they pair them up with a new guy and then they hope the girl dumps mm-hmm. the guy. And then there was d- dismissed where the girl went out on like a double date and then just like dismissed one guy at the end of oh it. Oh my God. But they were so, they were so perfect for the times. And I feel like since everything about like style and music and everything is kind of having a resurgence of the early 2000s, why not the MTV reality dating yes. shows? You know what? I agree because MTV, listen, there's there so many reboots and re- and yes. I understand reboots. I, I do like new, new ideas, but when it comes to MTV, it was such a big deal for my generation. It was such a big deal for your generation. And let's... MTV, the ball's in your court right now. Stop playing movies No, and actually know what, start this. Do you know what MTV plays? I'm not kidding, 22 hours a day. What? Ridiculousness. If you go <laughs> and you look at the MTV schedule for the next 24 hours, I bet you $100, at least half of the day is going to be ridiculousness, which I love. I love Rob Deerdeck. Uh-huh. I love that show. It's actually a goal of mine to be a guest on it because they have very like C-list celebrity guests on it. I'm like, maybe I could do it one day. Yeah. <laughs> but... It, they they need something new and catfish. It's like we need we need, catfish is good. We yeah. need next mm-hmm. to come back. Yes. We need a new singled out with like a new sexy host on Ooh. it. You know? Hosted pitch, by Jack Vanna. We're gonna pitch that. No, I'm not that kind of sexy. Yeah, you are. <laughs> I would do it in a second. Actually, I would fucking love to host that okay, show. Okay, we're gonna make this happen. Yes. Okay, so MTV reality dating or MTV dating shows, not guilty. Not come on back. Not, not, guilty. not guilty. In guilty, fact, come on back. Yeah. I mean, any charges acquitted slash pay them a pay them a, a, a settlement. <laughs> pay they them a settlement. They're due. They should have been back years ago. Yeah, I agree. Bring them back. All right, Alexis, what are you doing? All right, so I'm putting bridesmaids on the stand. Okay, because I don't want to be one. Nope. And, and I don't want one. Nope. I want my core group of friends to get ready with me. Um. When I'm getting ready to get married, I think that's great. But I don't want to shame them by putting them in these like cotton candy colored dresses and making them be my minions and dressing all the same. It's not even that. The Some people get very ahead of themselves with the concept of a bridesmaid. I've seen my other podcast, Lady Gang, has a Facebook group. And I've seen a few posts in there talking about like a, w- a girl was getting married and she was talking about her brides, the maid of honor. She's like why isn't she like dropping everything to help me with this and this and that? It's like your, your best friends at your wedding should be there to support you. If if you're an adult, we all have jobs and families and husbands and parents to like take care of partners, partners that it's, unless you're paying somebody money, they should not plan your wedding. No, and they shouldn't drop everything. Like your friends are there to tell you if your dress is cute. Your and like, friends are there take to tell the lipstick you, off your teeth. Your friends are there to tell you, like, hey, how's this wedding vibe? Can you look at my Pinterest? How does this look? Yes. The same way your friends are there for you, like when you're buying any dress. Like I send Jack pictures all the time. Yeah. I'd be like, do you like this? Do I need this? That's the kind of shit. But they should not be like feeling the pressure of your wedding. That's not fun like for running them. your like wedding errands for you. No. Um, and if you have a friend who's super into it and type A and wants to, that's great at their discretion. Yes. And it should be volunteered and they should be forcing you to let them do it. 
Because you shouldn't expect any of that of your friends. No. And I've seen tons of posts in First Degree and Lady Gang all over Facebook where people are like ending friendships over bridesmaid shit. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, aren't we there to celebrate love? Can we all get like, can we refocus on the real perspective here? Yeah. So I'm putting bridesmaids on the stand. I think they should be optional. And I think their participation should be optional. And I think their demand should be minimal. And they're then, there for friendship. And also, every woman's body is very different. Yes. So to expect a group of women with different shapes and sizes and heights and boobs and butts to wear the same dress is a big ass. Especially in like Pepto-Bismol pink. Mm. Like some people are totally insecure if they're not wearing black or like, you know what I mean? Like you can't put that, you shouldn't put that on your friends. Um, if you do, you should talk to them individually and make sure they feel comfortable and okay. I know that these are like secret things people grapple with insecure wise, you know? So mm-hmm. I don't know. I think the stakes should be way lowered with bridesmaids. I'm saying bridesmaids, guilty. Guilty. Billy, I know you have so many opinions. Do you want to like <laughs> jump in here? I love the movie. I thought it was fantastic. <laughs> it was a good movie. It was a really good movie. But Great. I, I Billy's will say, Billy's going to be uh, Jack's bridesmaid. At I her will wedding. totally be Jack's bridesmaid. Will you? Absolutely. Okay. Cool. Yes. Absolutely. Uh, I, I, I'm totally just serious. You. Nobody else. Yes. I mean, like, oh, that's <laughs> he's going to be the little baby ring Billy. bear. Yes. <gasps> oh my god. I was. Yes. I, yes. And he's going to sprinkle black rose petals behind yes. him. Yes. This is great. Yes. Wear a cape. Yes. Yes. All right. Cape. As so if we I'm not wearing a cape right now. Yes. No. Not guilty. No. Wait, no, it was guilty. Wait, no, 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 I'm sorry. Yes. Bride, yeah, it's too much pressure. You know what? Just too live, much money, live your life. ugly dresses. Yeah. Guilty. Guilty. Unnecessary. Guilty AF. All right. So now I'm going to go with uh, something that's similar to that, which is the whole idea of the bachelor party. Okay. Now we've got the. fun. Yeah, yeah. So now the bachelor party, there is. It started off with like, oh, we're going to do a stag party and we're going to go to, we're going to hire some uh, sex workers or we're going to hire some uh, strippers, dancers. dancers. <laughs> um, it, has, it has evolved. And while I'm, I'm totally all for that, it has evolved into doing sort of like a guy's type of thing. And I think that it is, if it is tailored to the person you know, um, then I think that it, it's a positive experience. And when I say tailored to a person, sort of like, all right, well, what is that person? What like, is that person like? Yeah. So it's just like, you know, like what would what would that person want to do? Like what would I want to do? Like at this point in my life, I'd want to go. Read books alone. Solve a murder. <laughs> uh, play hockey. Probably. Really, solving a murder doesn't take four hours at a night. You don't, a party. You don't know that. Okay? I, I hang out with you too much. You know what? The maybe, maybe, no, you know what? No. Maybe, maybe my best men would actually get a murder that close to being solved and it would just need one little thing. I feel like a good, and I would go there. a good option for that would be like an escape room. Yeah. And like, you know, with real, men, sta- Billy. with real stakes, with real stakes. I have friends that are men. You do? Jared? Like two. Yes. Jared. And who else? And my buddy Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds fake. <laughs> Sounds like a robust friendship and, and circle. My, and, yes, and, and my son. And oh, well, that's cute. That you, know, you don't need a lot of friends. I don't. That's actually, a lie. I prefer men without friends. I just don't. I don't want to be sucked into my like partner's <laughs> fucking friend video game circle or like whatever <laughs> hockey well, circle. If whatever good partner, they should have hockey their video circle. game circle. Oh separate. wait, oh that's right. I do. <laughs> yes. I do have my hockey friends. You okay. don't. You Anyways, don't want. You don't want. This is not a Billy friendship. You don't, like yeah. you don't, you don't want a part podcast. of any of those guys. But yeah. So I will say bachelor parties. I, I would say not guilty. 
I mean, I love it. Wait, I, do you mean you like them or you don't like them? I, I like them if they are done not in a traditional way, but done that's tailored so to the person. So you're saying, you're talking about like the traditional bachelor party, going to a strip club, doing a bunch of yeah, cocaine. Yeah, that's a little bit, yeah, no. But, We're just not clear on what exactly you're putting but on the what I'm, right what now. I'm saying is that I'm, I'm yeah, the traditional bachelor party of just it being all about drinking and mm, and women, fun. no. But having something that's tailored to that person. You want a bachelor party with a monocle. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I see. Okay. With a monocle. Exactly. In a corn pipe. Uh, all right. First of all, you're Jack mix- inspired that with her noise effect. You're, you're mixing <laughs> metaphors there. Monocle is high class. Corn pipe would be sort of a little bit more country-like. So. That's sort of you. Mm-hmm. Am I? It's a highbrow yeah. lowbrow thing, Billy. Mm. I understand what he's saying. I don't think he really um, flushed. I did out not in his articulate it before he started talking. No, because it was really off the cuff. Yeah, it was because we did this uh, podcast very off the cuff. Billy, you're said, not that quick on your toes. Then no, yeah. I'm not. Take an improv classic. Okay? Yeah, okay. It's yes also and yeah, it's also say. 95 yes degrees and. in this room. Billy, excuses. Improvers don't excuse. Yeah, they just said, yes "What and. else do you need?" Yes. Not guilty. <laughs> gavel hit. All right. Gavel so, hit. Uh, bachelor parties? Not guilty. Not yeah, guilty. Not, we not, love them. Not guilty. And just, honestly, just tailor them to your person. That, that's what I'm saying. For, 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 for you guys out there. And by the way, I will say this right now to everybody that's listening. We know that the majority of our listeners are female. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what? Invite the guys. You know what? They might like it. To the bachelorette party? What are you even saying? To listening to this podcast. Oh. <laughs> I was thinking that too. <laughs> I was like, Jared. No context. It's your biggest flaw. Yeah, invite. Yes. Yeah, let's do a big pivot and invite the men's in your life to listen to this podcast. Yes. They'll love it. Why not? Okay. You know what? Co-listening. It might work. But you know what? When we come back, you know what we're going to do? True Crime Rewind? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Set. Okay, so it comes as no surprise that I have absolutely no idea how to cook. I don't want to learn how to cook. It's not really my thing. But when I tried Factor meals, it was a freaking game changer. So Factor's fresh, never frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. Yeah, two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great tasting meals. So the first time I tried Factor meals, I was actually blown away because I'm like, that's it. That That's all it is. Two minutes and the meals are so delicious. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every single week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. And you can treat yourself to restaurant quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, ooh, fancy, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Like I said, they're so easy to prepare. I love them. So head to factormeals.com slash degree50 and use code degree50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code degree50 at factorymeals.com slash degree50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. It's almost summer and the best and most sustainable way to shop for a new season is on therealreal.com. The Real Real is the largest and most trusted source for authenticated luxury resale. It's the only place you'll find brands like Hermes, Cartier, Prada, Dior, Stodd, Zimmerman, Jacquemus, and more for up to 90% off retail. 
10,000 plus new arrivals land every single day from hundreds of brands you love, all authenticated by a team of in-house experts. Whether it's that perfect wedding guest look, a new summer sandal, an updated beach tote, resort wear for your summer vacation, you're bound to find exactly what you're looking for, plus deals you won't get anywhere else on therealreal.com. Visit therealreal.com and use code FIRST at checkout for 20% off. Terms apply. Want to connect with a family member who doesn't speak your language? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning through an intuitive process. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. And with a lifetime membership, you have access to all 25 offered languages. Get started today. Visit rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 to get 50% off your lifetime membership now. That's rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 for 50% off. True crime. Yeah, it's rewind time. Hello, everyone, and welcome to True Crime Rewind. Since we are talking all things dating... Oh my god, you fixed your mic? Dating shows, bachelor-type things. We're going to go back to 1978, Mm. when really... Billy was only 38 years old. I was 46 years old back then. (laughs) And the only dating show that was out there was a show called The Dating Game. Mm. And it was hosted by a guy named Jim Lang. And in 1978... As we intersect with true crime, there was a person named Rodney Alcala that was a contestant on the dating game. Now, he was described as a photographer, Mm. a successful photographer, and apparently his father uh, found him in the dark room at the age of 13. Meaning? That should, yes. Is that like a found him? It in the might dark be room? a little bit of a weird. Yes. All right. So now, Meaning like masturbating? No. Deal with that, what you will. He also likes to skydive and motorcycle. Now we are going to play a little bit. Wait. Let's of, talk about real quick what he looks like. Doesn't he have like long hair? Yes. Wasn't he leaning yes. into this hippie vibe? Describe All right. Him. So now, uh, Rodney Alcala. I'm gonna I'm gonna play you for him right now. Now, we're thinking 1978. Now the dating game uh, uh, set was yellow and there were these giant 1970s cartoonish flowers Mm -hmm. on the wall right and what it would be is a woman would come out and there would be three people three men behind a curtain and she would ask questions and then based on those questions she would pick who she wanted to go on a date with then the dating game would actually pay for them to go on a date and it would be like a weekend in Catalina or something along those lines. So I actually think that the dating game, they just... Celebrity dating game. Celebrity ga- dating game. But it's the game. same exact vibe. I was literally yeah. telling Billy about this the other day, where the theme and the visuals and like the branding is is like the exact it's same. It's all very retro. 70s. It's Zoe Deschanel and then um, who's the it's old man? Dude, I'm not sure, but they've d- they're doing the flowers thing. It's literally mm-hmm. exact same as this. Which is mm-hmm. interesting that we're talking about this because this literally came out like two weeks Listen, ago. Listen, it was, it was... When I told Billy to do Rodney Alcala for this, I brought this exact thing up. Yeah, interesting timing. It was like it was an iconic show, but it does have this dark history because of Rodney Alcala. And we will get who Rodney Alcala is. I know a lot of you are probably yelling at your uh, MP3 player. 
as it were. But <laughs> your iPod player. Your iPod. Your iPod mini. But Zune. What 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 do you think of this guy? So we're going to introduce him right now, okay? Number one, would you say hello to Cheryl, please? We're gonna have a great time together, Cheryl. Okay. And here we go. Bachelor number one. Yes. What's your best time? The best time is at night. Nighttime. Why do you say that? Because that's the only time there is. The only time? What's wrong with uh, morning, afternoon? Well, they're okay, but nighttime's when it really gets good. How ominous is that? Well, what a strange, uh, what a strange thing, you know? It's like nighttime's really where it's at. It's like, or why? that's the only time there is. It's like, except if you have a job. This is why I'd rule him out immediately. <laughs> I'd be like, dude, homie doesn't have a job. I mean, he that sleeps would be, till noon. That would be a backup question. It's, well... Like, what are you doing today? <laughs> there is no other time. It's like, okay, except, except for the for- only time the bank is open. Mm. All right. So describe him. I mean, okay. So he's got this like long 70s, almost like a Farrah Fawcett type of a hairdo. Like, dark- ba- like Barry Gibb almost. Yeah. Whoever yeah. that is. Yeah. Dark brown hair. BG's I'm trying to good. imagine him with oh, a Bee Gees. Yes. Very I'm trying Bee Gees. To m- imagine him with a contemporary haircut. And I, I'm sh- you guys might be really mad at me. I'm getting like a Mark Consuelos vibe if he had a contemporary haircut. Mm, like no. he's uh, Mark Consuelos is so much hotter. Small. But yeah. Um he's, he's got like a what is the guy? Uh George Zimmerman. <laughs> he's got like a like a like a hooded eye. Like he's got that psychopath eye that there's like nothing behind it. One is smaller than the other. Yeah. It there's something creepy about him, but he, he's handsome. He's not unattractive. He's not unattractive. All right. And we will And say- honestly, sorry, a long hair really fools me. Yeah. You throw a long looks- hair on a man and any, any man's attractive well, to me. Well, they look like Jesus. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. And, yes. and, and we will say this is that, yes, this is sounding creepy, but if you watch, you know, this is a lot of times we talk about this and, and me and Alexis talk about this a lot where you take something out of context. Yes. If you watch this in context of 50 other episodes of Dating Game, there's oh, a lot of really creepy guys. Well, yeah. like everything's an innuendo on the yes. dating game. Like everything is over the top and like sexually charged. Yes. Okay. All right. So we're going to keep going. I'm a drama teacher and I'm going to audition each of you for my private class. Bachelor number one. You're a dirty old man. Take it. Oh, come on over here. <sighs> <sighs> All right, so we got a lot to unpack there. I mean, she um, she has a weird like fantasy that she's projecting onto Bachelor Number One mm-hmm. slash Rodney Alcall. Like, I'm a drama teacher and you're a dirty old man yeah, slash that's, daddy. We need like, to stop and think about that for a second. She has like a daddy thing, maybe. maybe. I don't know. And she was, I mean, she was very into the the grunting. She, she liked she liked the grunting. He might have, yeah, dude, yes. He fucking slummed it he could have been like mm, where's my pepsi ac mm, i haven't had my testicles groped for tumors in a while mm, my sciatica is really my, flaring where's up. my tennis ball to put at the end of my cane like there's so wow. many things he could have done and he just was like oh 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, it was very lack. The performance was lackluster. Let's be honest. Yeah, like let's talk about how the fact he for sure is a hemorrhoid at that age. So like. He was lazy, and she didn't call him out on it. So no, she she was vibing. They were took, doing like a little. Like they a were little, vibing. There there was something going on. She was willing to take the bare minimum from a man, and mm-hmm. that's what I learned from that. Okay, all right, we're gonna we're gonna keep going. Okay. Bachelor number one, I am serving you for dinner. Oh. What are you called, and what do you look like? I'm called the banana. And I look really good. Uh, can you be a little more descriptive? Peel me. <laughs> Later, bachelor one. Later. <laughs> okay, not circumcised, right? Like, am I the only one thinking that? <laughs> or not? I'm called the banana? That is not where I expected that to go, like, whatsoever. No. And peel me? Does that mean, like... Your body or your mind. Mm. All right, we're we're gonna keep we're gonna keep going now. No, but you guys have to say something. I can't be the only one. No, you're the only. I one. I don't even remember what the question was because the answer was too was jarring for me. Di- I'm serving you for dinner. What are you? Okay, all, let's talk about how bizarre that answer is. What a strange question. I'm serving you. For, so she's telling to just describe himself as a food. Wait, what would either of you say? That I would be the food. What food? That's were, just are you? a really weird question. Come on, what are you? <laughs> Let's do it. Uh, uh, I don't know. I'm put on the spot. It's too. It makes me feel uncomfortable. The question. I don't like it. You're a little hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> like a little baked potato. Yeah. What are you, Billy? I'm a chicken nugget. Oh, chicken nuggets good. Yeah. yeah. Or chicken tendy. Billy, would I'm be, tall. I'm a, I'm I'm a long. A, I'm Billy's a, a burnt string bean. Oh my god. You're a string bean fresh out of the air fryer. <laughs> no. No, yeah. burnt. Burnt for too long in the oven. You're the air dark. You're a string bean on the on a meat air fryer setting. No. No. Yes. What do you think no, then? No. I'm I'm just some sort of a flank steak. Are you a hot soba noodle? A steak? Yeah. You're, no. Because no. of the the You're a hot the, dog. D- the death and sadness that that's No, there. he's a long skinny thing like a loomer french fry. Loomer. Do you know that's what they call the extra long french fries from McDonald's? You're, Loomer. You're a big broccolini stock. You with big fluffy hair. You know <laughs> what? I'll say this right now. What? This is the meanest you guys have ever been to me. <laughs> We're just trying to describe you. It was Alexis's fault because I forgot the question because, again, the answer was jarring. And I called myself a chicken nugget. That's not like that's kind. Cute. I'm yes, not like everybody loves chicken nuggets. I'm not like seen, a little sushi. I'm a chicken you've never, nugget. You've never seen the chicken nuggets that have been animated by McDonald's? They're, they're adorable. They're bulbous. No, they're not. They're Ad- cute. Adorable. Okay, we got to keep moving. All right, here we Sorry. go. Okay. Welcome back to the dating game. And Cheryl, we have reached the moment of truth, as we call it. You heard from the bachelors. You got some great dramatic presentations, some good answers. But now I'm going to ask you a question. Will that date be bachelor number one, bachelor number two, or bachelor number three? Who gets the dates? Well, I like bananas, so I'll take one. Number one, bachelor number one. All right. Well, there they go. However, you did leave one remaining, and this is your date, and I want to tell you something about him, Cheryl. He's a skydiver, so he's got a lot of nerve. He's into motorcycling. He's also a fine photographer. Say hello to Rodney Alcala. Rodney, come on and say hello. Congratulations, Rod. You did it with the one answer. Well, as far as I can see, Cheryl and Rodney, it looks like the two of you may be involved in some sort of 
racket. So we're going to have you take to the court. First, you'll receive tennis lessons from expert Naomi Besa of the famous Kirkwood Tennis Club. That starts. And you'll soon be acing everyone off the courts. And to make sure you both look as professional as you'll become, complete tennis outfits will be provided by Bill Darling's Tennis Shop. Okay, so they never ended up going on a date, correct? Uh, no, no, first, well, well let's... let's oh, wait, wait, he won. won. Yes. So he wins. She picks him. Because she likes bananas. Because she likes bananas. Again, bizarre. Explain. We always talk about, uh, you know, intuition here. Mm. What was her face like when he walked around? Because what happens is, is that you pick your guy. The two guys leave. Um, and then you pick the guy. The guy comes around. And you see him for the first time. Right. She sees him for the first time. What is she? What, what is her reaction? I mean, she doesn't look thrilled. No, she looks very uncomfortable. She she looks beholden to the situation, and they give a smooch on the lips, which she which didn't. she looks very uncomfortable. Yeah. With. Which, by the way, back in the late seventies, if you ever watched uh, Family Feud, mm-hmm. with with uh, the host was Richard Dawson at the time, he would kiss every female contestant on the lips Wait, it was is that insane the creepy guy that used to like ki- make kids uncomfortable hello love no it, he, oh. he was kind of british and this is the guy and he would kiss kind uh, people of british people <laughs> people would ki- the, the, kissing on the lips was a thing back then it's fucked up yeah not into it no it was the 70s there's a lot fucked going up. on all right so Dislike. but um so they they're sitting there, they're standing next to each other they get announced what their date is going to be and their date is going to be that they're going to play tennis mm-hmm. and then they're going to get a, uh, a a tennis outfit at a place on Ventura Boulevard in Studio City which is like right around the corner here right now is that a uh, a good date? No, I want darkness and alcohol. Oh my god! The last time I played tennis, I threw my shoulder out and it was fucked up for three weeks. Yeah. So I no, you don't. You want a date? I'm sorry. In in modern times, no, you need a a drinks a dark bar only. No at dinner night. at night. A mm-hmm. quick in, a quick out. If so you, you need can an opt exit in or out. Yeah. If you need an exit strategy, it's very easy. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be stuck with somebody. For longer than you need to be. Yeah, it's like you need to start the date. Be like thirty minutes. It'll be a thirty minute date, and then you can extend if you like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Other than that, definitely not tennis. No. So, Jack, as you said, she didn't go on the date with him. No. Because she thought that he was creepy. That now, was her reasoning. She yes. said that she thought he was creepy. Ooh, she thought she. I love wow. her gut instinct. She, really she thought did have she intuition. thought he was creepy. Now, here's the thing is that Alcala actually committed his first known crime in 1968. Mm-hmm. Before this, is, this. this is 1978. Now, oh, he wow. probably committed several, actually. Yeah. A ton. Dude, that's terrifying. In 1968, somebody saw him pulling an eight-year-old girl into his apartment. Jesus. And he rapes her and beats her with a steel bar. And then he flees the apartment. Did she survive? She did survive. Thank God. Wait, they, do they not do background checks on the show? That's what we're going to talk about, is that he had done this a ton of times before this. And he was arrested. What are the Yes. What are the background checks that are being done on this freaking show? Well, because it's we, the 70s, guys. They didn't have the internet. Because we know the background checks that are done on- Now, like we, we've done show, Yeah, they're incredibly but thorough. But they didn't have Sometimes. digitalized files or databases. They didn't have- any they of that. couldn't figure out that this guy got arrested for raping a child. There was, it depends Insane. on what state he, it happened. 
insane. It, it really depends. Nothing. He was, was on the ten most wanted list on the, on the FBI before this. Before this, in nineteen seventy-one. That's disgusting. Oh my God. And then so, like you know the but bo- honestly, the Booker is like yeah you know he looks good. No, honestly, like I'm sorry when it's women. I'm not. I'm actually not surprised because it's like women's safety. They're not as fucking thorough. Like I'm sorry, and he was like handsome enough. Like it was like, yeah. oh, he's a good contestant because he's probably a narcissist. He probably like did the dance and was oh, a puppet. For sure. And they're like, this is too good TV to pass up. But I'm I'm not surprised. It just blows my mind. It'd be one thing if it was like one small crime, yeah, like a whatever. No, this but was like multiple he, stuff over and over and over again. It's and shameful. On that show. Shameful. Yes, that's. Absolutely insane. Yeah. So that is the story of Rodney Alcala and the dating game, which apparently is coming back. So who knows gonna, who's going to be on the the new dating game? Mm. Celebrity dating game. Hopefully, so we know it's going to be at least D-list celebrities. Uh-huh. And hopefully they've gotten their background checks figured out by now. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they have. Well, and in the meantime. In the meantime, you know what we're going to do? We're going to hear from you people. You people. And we're going to hear the worst things. They're human beings, Billy. They are. That's a very Seinfeld. You people. (laughs) Who are you people? And we're going to hear about the worst things that you've ever done as you tell us to us. And it's going to be dating stuff because that's the theme. Want to connect with a family member who doesn't speak your language? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning through an intuitive process. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. And with a lifetime membership, you have access to all 25 offered languages. Get started today. Visit rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 to get 50% off your lifetime membership now. That's rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 for 50% off. You are a horrible person. What's the worst thing you've ever done? Hi. Okay. Bit nervous. Here's my story. Worst thing I've ever done. All right. So I was dating this guy. He was so hot, but really, really, really dumb. I mean, like a whole nother level of dumb. You would say like the word expectation and he would be like, what does that mean? But he was really hot and he was a firefighter. So I dated him anyway. So I'm dating this guy and my best friend and I are at his house at a party and um, somebody offers us $20. My best friend and I are thinking beer money, right? So they offer us 20 bucks if we, like, kiss, like, open mouth. So my best friend and I, like, kind of, like, look at each other. We were actually living together at the time. And we just kind of shrug our shoulders and say, okay. So we kiss. No big deal, right? My boyfriend broke up with me the next morning because he had an issue with the fact that I was willing to openly kiss a female. So, there you have it. But it gets better because a couple of weeks later, I get a phone call from his roommate that says he's out of town. We're having a party. Do you want to come over? And I'm like, sure, yeah, no problem. I only live like 10 minutes away. So, I went ahead and went to the party and ended up hooking up with his brother, Yes, you heard me correctly, his brother. So here's how I got back at the firefighter. 
I gave his brother a blowjob and then went and brushed my teeth with his toothbrush. So there, that's the worst thing I've ever done to another person. But get this. So he ends up later on getting married, right? And he marries this wonderful woman, he thinks, and uh, she leaves him for another woman. So I guess that's like just icing on the cake, right? Anyways, so that's the worst thing I've ever done. I gave my ex-boyfriend's brother a blowjob and used his toothbrush to get the pubic hairs out of my mouth. There you have it. This might be the favorite one. Okay, Spider-Man's a close second. Yeah. Or tied, but like... This is one of my favorites you've had so far. I love when, I mean, the story is great. You know, the cadence is Execution. Good. Yes. And then there's just the zinger at the yes. end. Yes. Like, that's what I love about this Dude, story. No, Sucker this is. Punch because, right at the end. Listen, you didn't tell us about the pubic hairs before. No. But you really just gave it to us at the end. No. The thing that I'm thinking right now is merch. I'm just thinking <laughs> of a t-shirt. With, no. a, with, 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 with a toothbrush with that a, has hairs no, in no, it? No, no, no. Just with a toothbrush because people Sweetie, would know. And just. No, I'm thinking about this brother's Thanksgiving. I'm thinking about the family. Like, I'm thinking about the family dynamic here. Like, me, I'm like Freud. I'm like, these brothers, like, this this sounds interesting. (laughs) Like, why would this brother, you know, Mm -hmm. I I love this for you. And uh, I just, sorry, I have to go back to the beginning of the story when she was like, I dated this guy. He was so hot. So So dumb. But so dumb. But I dated him anyways. And I'm like, girl, I get it. Men do it all the time. Been there. Yeah. Women I mean, do it me. Too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, we've all been there. Um, they're not all keepers, ladies. Listen, if they're the, if they're very dumb, they're not a keeper. No. But and if they're hot, too they're hot, a keeper. Too hot, not a keeper. Too hot's not a keeper if they're very <laughs> smart, because too hot is going to cheat on you. Absolutely. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. If they look like fucking... Um, Chris Hemsworth. Or a Barbie man, they're gonna cheat on you. They have too many options. Yeah. So hot and dumb and is an excellent fling. It's like the isn't there that scale on How I Met Your Mother? It's like the hot and crazy scale. Yes, it's the hot and cheater scale. We have our own scale, which we won't share here. It's a trifecta. <laughs> Anyways, so um, I love this story. This was like, I guess the ultimate it's, get back. Well, you know, no. What I love about it, it's a victimless, it's a victimless crime. I'm sorry, like, the brother's dick juice. Ew. Or whatever. (laughs) Saliva. I don't know. Whatever. Dick juice? You mean cum? (sighs) We're assuming... Okay, first of all, who knows if (laughs) he... Sorry. Dick saliva? I meant like... (laughs) You think you're not really landing. I think think we we need a human anatomy course. What I meant (laughs) is, is that... Using the brother's <laughs> dick mouth against a brother's toothbrush. They're from the same womb. I don't think it's that blast. I think it's a victimless crime. It's a crime for you because it gives you validation, but it's, no one gets hurt. It's the same. Unless the brother has uh, an open sore. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, it's the same. Did we have a uh, worst thing I've ever done similar to this about the, it was in the butt crack. The toothbrush and the butt yes. crack recently. Love this. Mm-hmm. So now this is great I would like to know what 
more orifices no, that we can the, put the toothbrush in. That's what, for that's our what I'm thinking. There, like, there's the toothbrush <laughs> is definitely a that's theme. Like a quintessential revenge device, isn't it? Killing, like, killing, don't a lot of people put the killing, toothbrush in the toilet? That kill, used to be the killing old thing. time. Yes. And, yeah, and remember in, in Seinfeld, remember when, she, when she's brushing the teeth? Oh yeah. Then he's like, "Have a nice life." <laughs> <laughs> no, it's true because it's. I mean, you're shoving it in your mouth. All also, the, time. the dumb mm. guy. You can't be dumb and close-minded. Like he broke up with you because you mm-hmm. kissed a girl for money. That seems like a legitimate way to earn twenty dollars. I mean, his karma really bit him, bit him in the ass when his wife left him for another woman. So he mm-hmm. got his. Honestly, women are beautiful creatures, and they're better than men. So it's I mean, not a shock honestly, when they're left yep. for women. And we could live on without them. We have so much fun together. I'm sorry, Billy. Before you got here, me and Jack were burying our souls. And then you came and it stopped. And then, and then it stopped. <laughs> and, then, and then now we had to do this thing yeah. called work. Yeah, then we had to work for <laughs> Jack was like talking me off a ledge. Aww. Yeah. That's what friends do. Anyways, that's what friends do. We were bonding. That's another tangent we went on. Anyways, okay. I love this episode. This, this is, is our truth. This is it, right? Are we there. doing another one or are we good? I think we're good. We're good. Yeah. We have yeah. a long we're boy good. on our hands. All right, Alexis. Well, then we just have Let's to do it send it off with a Costanza stanza. Okay, so this is a, um, a bachelor inspired. Oh my God, I love it. All right. So it's titled George as a Bachelor Contestant. (laughs) (laughs) There's a pretty woman who's out of my league. She's got a rose in her hands, and I'm very intrigued. There's a doctor here, a pro athlete there. There's all six four with a full head of hair. Oh my God. I once touched a rose and is pricked on the thorn. If I lose, it'll be bitter. A man once again scorned. Oh. That's kind of sad. That's kind of sad. He brings it on himself. He does. <laughs> He's a perpetual liar and a cheat. And he killed Susan. He didn't kill Susan. <laughs> Google it. Okay, we gotta leave. Bye, everyone. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.